and welcome to the Epic Sales Podcast with Dave England, a show created for automotive sales professionals that want to supercharge their results and still live a happy life. Get ready to hear some new things that will help you get ready to crush your goals. And now, here's your host, Dave England. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Epic Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Dave England. Do you have a mentor that helps you whenever you're struggling with your sales? For me, I've been fortunate in this business to have some really good sales managers that have been there for me, but I would say that I would attribute most of my success as an automotive sales professional to the things that I learned from Grant Cardone. And even though Grant and I have never met and we've never spoken, I've studied so much that he's made available that it's been instrumental in my success. While I'm very familiar with his curriculum for automotive sales, I wasn't aware of his personal story until recently. I first started learning from Grant Cardone back Back in 2011 as an internet salesperson, but only found out recently that he was a former drug addict and that he struggled with addiction for nine years. And during those nine years, he actually overdosed three times. And fortunately, he's still alive today and super successful. And he tells a story about the struggles that he had in life. And those are the things that really got him motivated to turn things around. And I'm just super excited to be able to share his story with you today. Grant Cardone is a perfect example of someone that lives a happy life and achieves his goals. Here's an interview where Grant talks about his struggles when he was around 25 years old and his drug addiction. From the age of 18 to 23 years old, I hate myself every day. I'm not just blaming dad for dying anymore. I just hate me. I hate me. I hate the life I'm leading. I hate the jobs I've lost. I hate, I thought I was going to be a baseball player. Couldn't make that work. Okay. I actually chose the drugs over this love of baseball. 23 years old, I'm living in a little apartment in Lake Charles, Louisiana, little tiny duplex. I lived on one half of this thing. One rainy night, this dude Danny comes in with drugs. Another day where I said, I'm gonna quit today. Now it's, now it's 11 o'clock at night, I didn't quit. 10 times I failed again. Danny leaves the house, and when Danny leaves the house, I didn't know, but he set it up to rob me and beat me up. Danny leaves the house and I let him out the front door and this other big dude in the rain, a rainy Louisiana night, puts a 45 caliber pistol in my face right here, okay? I had a plate in my hand. I'd been, I had something to eat and I had a plate when I walked Danny to the door. And, and this big dude, this big dude, this guy had to be this big, hovered over me with a gun in my face. And when he did, my reaction was to hit him with the plate in the face, you know? I broke this plate. It was an unbreakable plate, one of those plates you can't break. And I broke it in his face, like just cracked it in his face. Thing breaks and he becomes like a monster. This scar right here in my head is, he took that 45 caliber and jammed it in my face. Like, I don't, I don't mean jammed it, I mean cracked me right here in the forehead. Even after being cracked in the forehead with a pistol and that just sounded like incredibly scary moment, he still finds himself unable to quit his addiction to drugs. I get rushed to the hospital. My girlfriend's there. She's in the back. She comes out, gets me to the hospital. I spend three days in a hospital. They put in 70 stitches in my head and face. I go home to my mother. I walk into my mother's house on, on in the little brick house that I resented so much. And, and, I, and I walk to the house and I go to the house in the back door. I knock on the back door. I'm beat up now, okay? My mom comes to the door and she's, she's like, what, what? 
where's my son at? Where's my son at? I go in the house, I try to lay down. She, she try, puts me in, you know, on a, on a couch and, and I try to lay down there and, and, and they, the, the hospital doesn't want me to go to sleep because I could be, I could, I could literally die. So they bring me back to the hospital. I spend three days in the hospital and I'm like, I'm done. No more drugs. Okay, literally, I can't even recognize myself anymore. No more drugs. I'm done using drugs. Okay, guess what happens? I'm using drugs 15 minutes later, 10 times a day in the hospital. So you would think, you would think, looking back, I would think this would be the day I would quit. For two more years, I would use drugs every day. Couldn't get out. Couldn't quit. Okay. Look, no, no, nobody starts using drugs and thinks they're going to be a drug addict. I didn't. I, I, I started using drugs. And for some reason, something happened where those drugs just took over. My mom, my mom, uh, at the age of 25, my mom says to me, you're no longer welcome in my home. You're no longer welcome in my business. And that was, that was the day my life turned around. At age 25, after his mom kicked him out of the house for being a drug addict, he finds himself in a low spot with nowhere else to go, and he has to ask his mom if he can move back in with her. So my mom finally says, enough is enough. Don't come back here anymore. I'm done. I could tell it was hard for her. I'm in a treatment center in the next 24 hours. I go to this treatment center. I'm there 30 days. For the first 30 days in seven, eight, nine years, I don't use drugs. Oh, wow. I don't have to use drugs. Finally, that thing where I said I was quitting 10 times a day, I was quitting 10 times a day. For the first time in my life, I was able to quit successfully. I'm terrified, scared to go back to society. I don't have any friends that aren't using drugs. My girlfriend was using drugs. Everybody around me, everybody I knew used drugs. And I'm going back to a job where even at the job I had, they used drugs. And I'm like, I'm going back to an environment. I have to cut off all my friends, not really friends. I got to cut off all the enemies, right? And, and I got to start over. And before I leave, the counselor grabs me and the counselor says to me, look, dude, I'll see you back here. Probably, you know, if you don't die, I'll see you back here. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm not coming back here. And he's like, oh no, you're coming back. And then he gives me the lecture. He's like, you'll never make it. See, when you go to a treatment center, you tell them everything about your life, like all your secrets, all your, 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 your inhibitions, and, and your, you know, the things you want to do in your life, right? And so I'm telling them in this thing, everything I've done, everything I've done wrong, I share my whole life, but I also share with them what I want to do, my inspiration in life. I'm going to write books. I'm going to speak to audiences. I'm going to help people. I'm going to tell people the story about drugs and how damaging they are. And, and I'm going to be somebody, I, I tell them. And, th and they're like, no, 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 dude. You're a drug addict. And all you're ever going to be this is what the counselor tells me. All you're ever going to be is a drug addict. I'm going to be somebody. And I'm not coming back here. 25 years old, moved back into my mom's house. I was like, how do you do that at 25? Tell my mom, let me li live back in the house. I'm coming back. I'm not using drugs. And I'm going to rebuild my life. It's at this point that Grant ends up being a car salesperson at a very small dealership called Collins Pontiac in a very small town, Sulphur, Louisiana. And in an article for Success Magazine, Grant tells it that he was showing up to a job at the car dealership. He wasn't selling many cars. I was a bad salesman, period. 
Cardone says, it wasn't about cars. By that point in his life, he'd already tried his hand at selling insurance and working in retail. He didn't know how to build rapport with customers. He didn't know how to find common ground with them. He didn't want to ask uncomfortable questions. It's during that time where he ended up finding someone that was kind of like his Grant Cardone named Jackie Cooper. And he continues in his interview with Success Magazine saying it all started with a mentor he never met. One day, Cardone came across a sales training tape by a Southern car salesman named Jackie B. Cooper. To that point, Cardone says no one had ever shown him how to be a professional salesman. The idea that there could be a method to selling cars was a revelation. I listened to that tape until it broke, he says. The only part of the tape that wasn't worn out was an 800 number printed on it that he called asking for more materials. He could buy more for $3,000. I borrowed the money from my mother and that turned my whole life around, said Cardone. This is where Grant embraces the 10X rule and let's hear him talk a little bit more about that. So I knew I had to, one, eliminate the old bad friends. Two, I had to keep all free time busy. And I said, what are you good at, Grant? And, and, and I'm like, what are you good at? What are you really good at? And I'm like, I'm good at going all the way. Because even with the drugs, I was an all the way kind of guy, right? So I'm like, whatever you're going to do, Grant, you need to do it a lot. You need to like use the addiction, right? I need to 10X everything. Like, like 10 was that number. My dad died when I was 10. I was using drugs 10 times a day. I was trying to quit 10 times a day. I'm like, whatever you're going to do now. I was in a sales job I hated. I'm like, I don't, I don't like my job. Okay, but Grant, like, you don't like your life either. You don't like your friends. You don't even like yourself. The, I didn't need another thing not to like. I had, I, I looked at my life and I like everything from the age of 10, I had not liked. I didn't like school. I didn't like my teachers. I didn't like authorities, right? I didn't like me. I didn't like my house. I didn't like my mom. I'm like, you got to start liking something, man. And more importantly, you got to get good at something. So I said, I'm going to take the job that I don't like and I'm going to get great at it. It was a sales job that I hated. Hate to be that salesperson. I got a college degree, accounting degree. Don't know how I got that, but I do have it. Got out of college, had this drug problem, put the drugs away. I go one whole day without using drugs. But what do I do with all this free time? I threw myself into this job that I didn't like. Every day I would go to work early. I'd stay late. Okay, I was doing 10-hour days, at least 10 hours. And if I needed to make one call, I would make 10. If I needed to see one customer, if I thought I needed to see one customer, I would fill it up with 10 customers. Whatever I thought I needed to do, I literally took this drug problem and poured this obsession with destruction into an obsession with, I'm going to just 10 times everything, keep myself busy. A drug addict for nine years, a bad car salesperson, and now his net worth is over $600 million. It's such a crazy story, but at the same time, it's so inspirational. And I hope that you were able to find something within Grant's experience that you can embrace and utilize to help supercharge your career. Who's your Jackie B. Cooper that you can talk to about what you just learned? If you don't have a Jackie Cooper, it'd be a great time for you to seek someone out that you can go to when you need some help to talk through how you're going to achieve your goals with this new 10X philosophy. Don't keep doing the same things and expecting that you're going to get a different result. There's no better time than now to set higher goals and just do everything that you can do to focus and commit to achieving those goals. 
If a bad car salesperson at a small Pontiac dealership in a small town in Louisiana can somehow find a way to amass a $600 million net worth, what is it that you should be setting your goal at? Be committed, be excited, make it an epic day. Thank you so much for listening to the Epic Sales Podcast. We invite you to be part of the nationwide community of automotive sales professionals that we are building over at DaveEngland.com, where we also host a blog and have the show's merch available for sale. Thanks again for listening and make sure to subscribe. And now, go crush your goals.